we're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. The Storman took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Earl Carter talks Melbourne racing. And it's a very good afternoon to Earl Carter. Oh, good afternoon, James. Um, delightful to speak again. It's such a wonderful afternoon in Melbourne. Um, I'm in the, uh, we're in the city. I, the, the Wolfhound and I travelled up on last Sunday uh, because Mrs. Carter had been away in New South Wales looking after a, a very, very bright uh, poodle. And so we came up and she arrived back on the Monday and we've just had the most magnificent French lunch just uh, down around the lane from where we live in Melbourne. And, and it's an afternoon, reminds me very much of two afternoons to do with racing, actually. It reminds me of the afternoon prior to the Brisbane horse, Mr. Hush, winning the Lightning, and also the afternoon before the West Australian, it was a very, very good gallop, a placid arc one. But Mr. Hush lives in my memory because I can recall in 1967, he won the Stradbroke, and the Stradbroke was not run on the Saturday, as it normally is, of course, or as it always is. It, it was uh, wet, um, and they transferred it to the Monday, and he won that race. And he was a, an exceptional galloper. My memory is he was by Rush out of Winya. Now, Rush was a stallion that was as good as... Um, no, maybe not, but he was similar in in um, performance to Smoky Eyes, who was transferred somewhat as a failure in Victoria to Queensland, and we all know how good he was. And then uh, Mr. Hush came to Melbourne to run on that lightning, and he won it. I always remember Bert Bryant saying, this horse, this fellow hasn't got a mark on him. And he was favoured for the the new market, and they put um, mattresses in his stall to protect him. And he ate the um, contents of one of the mattresses and had to be scratched. So that's a long winded. Oh, wow. That's a long winded way of saying it's a similar afternoon. Well said. Anyway. Um, uh, bad by Black Rock last Saturday, but we have those, as I said to your father and the chairman back in the days of uh, past the post, uh, which we're all very proud of. Uh, it's only online. James, I have to tell you, uh, I don't know whether you watch the race or you recall, but that mayor in the Wait for Age race, Abby Marie, Heaven help us, she, how she didn't win that race, well, we saw why, because 
the winner, the winner got the run on the inside of and she's probably got beaten less than half a length. But I won't tell you what the trainer, I beg your pardon, the owner said he's on a holidays in America. Um, what he said. But, um, uh, two other great runs, James. Brave Smash, he was a fantastic runner. He'll be winning soon. And Mighty Boss, who won the, the Caulfield Guineas, his run was exceptional. And he may be better than we think. Uh, now, I know I'm doing all the talking, but uh, one to follow um, a three-year-old maiden called Ocean's Class. Oceans as in large sea and class as in where we used to go to school. Uh, and I think he'll be winning a maiden over 1400. So that's all from me at the moment. So over to you. Well, let's have a look at this big card. Group 1 Racing, Vocavia Lightning is uh, the main race, but we'll get there. We kick the meeting off with an 1100 metre race for the two-year-olds. Race 1, your thoughts here? Uh, two thoughts. Um, first of all, number one, Prairie Fire. My own view is, um, I doubt if Mateo's, uh going to get a run on the Blue Diamond, but he'll keep. But Prairie Fire, he looks to me like a Mick Price Blue Diamond horse. Now, he ran third first up made up an enormous ground behind that um, uh, that two-year-old by uh, the now Queensland sire, who young Gollum trained. Third about Yes, that's him. Thank you. Uh, I thought his run was exceptional. Now, I think they ran 57.2, and he will be very hard to beat. It means he would back up next week, but he'd have to run on this if they had a run in mind in the Blue Diamond because of his prize money. He wouldn't get a start, so he's got to get some prize money. And the other horse that I've got a lot of time for is number seven, Kulasa, from the Hayes Squared, Davenic. Um So there's the two... Um, yeah, they were betting six to one prairie fire, but one and seven, James. Okay, so one and seven in the opener on the card. What about race two, the Japan Racing Association handicap, 2,000 metres? Dreadful race, really very ordinary. Now, Velox ran two starts ago on a benchmark 90 and carried 59. He's going to carry the same in this. I don't think he's won for a long time, so, but he's in with a very good chance. Uh, there's two uh, further down the way, six and seven. Six Khartoum and seven Stormy Shore. Stormy Shore's trained by a fellow called Ken Fife, who had a very good horse about eight years ago. He tried, They've got his stable or his location as Foster. He actually runs his horses out of Stony Creek. But those two horses, six Katoom and seven Stormy Shore, would be worth considering for um, your multiples. Six and seven in the second. What about the third then? 
the TCL PB handicap 1400 metres. Yeah, two good chances in this. Number five, Taiki Ato. Uh, good price available about him. He'll run a race. He's well in. And as is number 10, Miss Adequate. Claims two. It gets in with 52. I'm not betting in the race, but they'll run a race, James. Five and ten. Let's have a look at the fourth. Goodwood Racecourse Handicap, 1,600 metres. Uh, I think the winner will come from the bottom four. Uh, Kings will dream. Uh, Darren Weir's done a marvellous job with this import. Uh, eight downhearted. Now that horse is from memory. He's, uh, I think he's run 11 seconds. He's only won four races, but he's run 11 seconds, uh, which will, and you can get eight to one, carrying 52. Uh, I'm tempted to back him at eight to one, but I'm a bit worried about the number ten Nacio. He's ready to um, he's ready to do something, and they're betting good odds about them. But things change overnight, so they're the two that I prefer in the race, James. So that would be what the eight downhearted. Eight downhearted, I beg your pardon, and ten Nacio. Ten no to consider here. Let's have a look at the fifth on the card. Royal Ascot handicap, twelve hundred metres. Uh, um, I've had a try at one on this. Um, number two oak door, sixteen to one I've obtained. It's been scratched, so you'll get your money back. No, I won't because I took the good odds, but never mind, that's being greedy. Um when was that scratched? Uh, I'm not sure, but in, in the official scratching, the two oak door and the 14 Meridian Star scratched. Well, if that's the case, I've um, I've also backed Playmaster at 66 to 1. That'll do me. And I suppose I should say that I'm thankful that oak door was scratched because why scratch the uh, silly? Um, no, 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 no. Um, far wiser than I am, but yeah, sixty-six to one um, uh, playmaster. He he hasn't won for a while, but he's capable of winning this race. The playmaster one to consider there at the longer odds. Yeah, James, there's a there's a lesson in that for you. Don't go for a long lunch um, when you've had a bit and something and miss the scratchings. I'm sure we can forgive you. Race X. What do you thought? The Vanity, 1,400 metres, Group 3. Some nice horses resuming here. There is. And Aloysius is probably a five to four chance. I think there's a there's uh, there's two fillies that can uh, can beat her first up. One is eight, Shakura. Well, I backed at 14 to one and... The other one, number nine, Caribbean Pearl, 66 to 1. And I'll make uh, Caribbean Pearl the best value chance of the day. Uh, sorry, James, the best value chance of the day. Caribbean Pearl, the nine. Yes. Pearl, Trained, Pearl. Mm, trained by uh, Mr. Young. 
at Geelong. Now, Lloyd Nolan, uh, Luke Nolan, I beg your pardon, Luke Nolan rode Abby Marie, and uh, he went looking for, well, I've, I've covered that ground, but he was looking all over the place for a run, but um, he might have just left it too late, but uh, in a roundabout way, I guess you will understand what I'm saying. Yes, so there we go. Best value chance of the day, the nine Caribbean Pearl, but also a good chance of that race to the eight Shakura. Let's have a look at race number seven, the CS Hayes Stakes, fourteen hundred metres, group three. Yes, well this is a this is a race named after someone who was a legend and I'm delighted to see it's still going. James, if we look at this race, this number one cliff's edge. My memory is that second up he's two from two. Um, he's a very, very good youngster. Uh, Brad will arrive because John Allen didn't um, win his appeal. It, it may be that he, um, he gets out to better rods that we can consider. I think 11 Island Missile's got a very good chance. The 13 Peaceful State, who's a stable mate of Cliff's Edge, he's got a very good chance. He's a very good horse. He ran on the Sandown Guineas. Um, 15 Scarecrow, he, he was well fancied, well backed on Saturday morning and misbehaved himself something terrible in the barriers and was scrapped. But look, there's a horse in this that he could be pretty special, number 16, Grunt. I watched him work. I went out and watched him work at uh, the Heath, and I think I think he's got a huge chance. I backed him at 12 to 1, James. Um, 16, Grunt, and any number of horses for the placing. They bought the New Zealand horse over. I think he won a race my... Uh, I'm just trying to remember my assessment this morning. I think he was he ran one thirty three for a mile. Must have been, as I say, with an alarm clock. But anyway, he's got a chance, but I think this grunt's pretty special. Grunt to be Cliff's Edge, James. Seen from one, let's go to the eight. And here this is the black caviar lightning. Over a thousand metres, wait for age, group one. Yes, I'd love to see about 20 horses in this. It's, uh, it wasn't always a wait for age race, but anyway, um, you can't talk about the past team. And this top weight's obviously world class in, in my view. There are two horses at the bottom. Um, number 10 formality. Her uh, jump out. Uh, just about uh, now, when it was about a week ago, was sensational. I think she and number nine, Super Two, can give him a bit of trouble first up. But um, you'd only be you'd only be uh, game and the Ned Kelly if you back them to beat it. But I'm just saying they've got a very good chance. These two, nine and ten. So the 9, which is Super 2, the 10, Formality. So uh, two 
to consider there in the Lightning. Let's go to the lucky last. It is race number nine. York Racecourse Handicap, 1,400 metres. Yeah, back to horse here, uh, 10 to 1. Um, I've decided to forgive um, and forget. Uh, race 9, number 7, Shammy Road. I think he's got a very, very good chance. It's He's he's so consistent. And the barrier drawer in this, incidentally, I forgot to mention, going back to the Lightning, I can't remember when there were so many horses contested the Lightning first up. The only one that isn't uh, probably... Written in the form guide, as first up is Rock Magic, but all of the others haven't raced since October, November. So it's very similar on the last uh, race too. But fourteen hundred, I want to have a horse on the in a very good position on the turn, and Shammy rides it. So I think he'll run a very good race, and I've taken tens on the spec that he won't. Uh, he won't. Drift, uh, so that's uh, my selection in the last game. Okay, so recapping, better bets on the card? Better bets on the card. Either James, that's uh, always difficult. Now I'm thinking aloud, I'm thinking, can you hear my mind ticking? Um, yeah. <laughs> now, um, well, race six, number nine, Caribbean Pearls, the best value you've mentioned. So it's one of the best Yes, value. it is, yes. Um, and also now that Oak Door's out, I think we should put in a value of Playmaster. Uh-huh. Six, he's very good odds. I think Grunt. Grunt, on race seven, number 16. My, ass- my assessment is that he's a very, very good horse and potentially even a better horse. And the last one, Shamai Road. Okay. So better bets on the card. Race 9, number 7, Shamai Road. Race 7, number 16, Grunt. And the two best value selections on the card are race 6, number 9, Caribbean Pearl. And race 5, number 10, Playmaster. And James, it's... I think it's um, showing signs of... uh, of autumn here, it's such a beautiful afternoon, I tell you, and it, it, it makes me sort of look even more towards the racing tomorrow afternoon because it'll be a similar day. Mm. There's a, there's a, um, about a 20, 25, uh, not wind blowing, but it's just, it's one of those, that's, that's the best example I can give. It's one of those Toowoomba days that in autumn is so lovely and when you feel so special to be alive and in Toowoomba. Feel that every day. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to tell you a story uh, where Mrs. Carter went looking after a puppy dog. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you about that. So what was she doing? Looking after a poodle. Yes, it belongs to a niece of ours. And her and her husband, uh, he, he's a very dynamic man, very quiet man, but works and very successful. So they went to some obscure place, we know not when or where, I mean. And uh, anyway, 
Mrs. Carter hadn't seen the poodle for four years and had arrived and went Beswick and absolutely loved her. Anyway, um, they spent nine days together. And on the afternoon before she was leaving, she thought she might uh, uh, put a few things in a suitcase. And she went out of the room after having a couple of items put in the suitcase for a while and doing a few things. Then returned and found the poodle sitting in the in the uh, sitting in the suitcase. And she was uh, he was all intent to go wherever she was going. And it you know it's it's a reminder to me how intelligent animals are. The wolfhounds like that, and um, we need to take more cognizant of what they actually tell us. Which is um, anyway, I'm waffling, but that was that was, uh, and she took a photo of it, and it's unbelievable, unbelievable yeah. photo. Anyway, James, it's lovely to talk to you, and uh, and lovely to talk to your listeners. So. Let's hope we have a, a good day tomorrow and more next week because the Blue Diamond's on and I've put my hand up to arrive out at uh, Caulfield uh, uh, when the gates open at 11 o'clock so uh, we can get a table of some sort out on the open if it's pleasant or indoors if it's uh, inclement. So... Um, we got a big uh, we got big racing coming up, James. Looking forward to it. So am I, and thanks for your time. I enjoy it. You thanks made my it. day. Bye now. Bye. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.